Today in Canadian History for June the 27th, I'm Joe Barima. On this day back in 1980, the National Anthem Act was adopted by Parliament. The Act officially confirmed a little tune you might know called O Canada as our country's national anthem. Now officially is obviously the key word here. The song had been around for over a hundred years. First performed on June 24, 1880, the music to O Canada was created by the popular French-Canadian composer Calixe Lavallée. Several changes have been made to the song over the years, notably a lyrical tweaking in 1908 by Canadian lawyer Robert Stanley Weir. For today's episode, we decided to speak to a contemporary composer who did a bit of tweaking of his own. Steve Chapman is a professor of music at UBC in Vancouver. He was approached by one of his publishers back in 2006 to make a musical arrangement of the Star Spangled Banner. The request was for a conference being held in Toronto for music teachers from across North America. Now, as he was working on the arrangement for the Star Spangled Banner, he found something interesting about O Canada. Piano teachers from across Canada were constantly searching for a decent arrangement of the tune, with no luck. So Chapman rolled up his sleeves and created his own arrangement. Well, you know, it's a pretty important tune. So I took it very seriously. And I spent um, hours and hours on it because I wanted it to be right in my own mind. And so I, I, I did it very carefully. Uh, and as I say, I, I looked at quite a few other arrangements. Um, it's a beautiful tune, as you know, and the, the harmony is, is very interesting depending on how you arrange it. I mean, there are, there are alternate chords that, that you find in some arrangements and not in others. So I, you know, it, 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 the, the element of taste enters this, and, and I wanted to do an arrangement that I thought was in good taste and, and fairly traditional. So they approached me to do an arrangement of uh, a new arrangement of the Star Spangled Banner, which I did. Um, there are dozens of arrangements of, of that anthem around, so I didn't have any problem uh, doing that whatsoever. Um, and then I asked my, my wife, who's a piano teacher, what she used uh, for O Canada. And she said, well, you know, there, isn't, there really isn't an arrangement of O Canada that anyone uses. There are one or two out there, but they're uh, deficient in, in various ways. So I thought, well, this is outrageous that there isn't a, a decent arrangement of O Canada that's in print. And in fact, there wasn't. I couldn't find one. Um, so I did some research and looked online and found several arrangements. I would say eight or ten. I started collecting arrangements of O Canada going all the way back to the early 20th century and uh, put a bug in my publisher's ear, Frederick Harris, which does all the Royal Conservatory books, uh, among other things. And uh, so they went for the idea, and I did an arrangement based on uh, researching all the other arrangements that I could find and, and did my own, uh, and then played it for them over the phone, for the, played it for the publisher, and they published it within a few months and got it out in time for the, uh, for the convention, as I remember. You know, the history of the tune is interesting because it was written in the 1880s by Lavallee, uh, for a, um, a gathering in Quebec. And then it uh, sat for about 20 years uh, with a French text. And it wasn't until the uh, around um, the early 20th century, about 1905, when the king and queen visited from England, um, that it appeared, first of all, in a uh, textbook. And that first edition, which probably nobody knows about, was about 19... 06 or 19 in the teacher's edition of uh, the book called The New Educational Music Course 
by uh, edited by Kringen, and that is the first edition of the original tune with the Weir text, which is the standard text. But that text wasn't copyrighted until later. It was actually copyrighted by Waterloo Music, and the the anthem didn't become official until I think the 1960s. Um, when the government purchased the the copyright from Waterloo Music, I think for a dollar or something like that. So it's a very interesting history. And there were, uh, as I say, there were quite a few um, alternate texts, but it was the weird text that that caught on right around uh, this time, about 1907, 1910, just before the First World War. And for the for the arrangement it's itself, what did you find was was lacking in those arrangements that you found specifically? What was what well, was lacking? What the, did... the early ones are pretty good. It's just that they're not in print, um, and they vary harmonically, especially. Uh, the The law is that you have to use the original text and the tune, but then you can arrange it however you want to. So, I mean, there are lots of different arrangements, and and uh, that I think that's. Uh, that's to be encouraged that that people do whatever arrangement they want of the tune. But I did a fairly standard one uh, by comparing the, as I say, I, I looked at maybe eight or ten arrangements and um, sort of cobbled, took ideas from all of them and cobbled together my own and tried to do it uh, in good taste. Um, you know, the, there is a direction that the tune shouldn't be played too slowly. So I put that in the directions of the I think that's that's uh, legislated that that it's it's not supposed to be played too slowly. Today is a day full of Canadian history. The Queen's Plate, North America's oldest continuously run horse race, was first held in Toronto on this day back in 1860. And the federal government passed legislation that allowed Canadian women to officially enlist in the military on this day back in 1941. And as always, on this day, we aired this episode of Today in Canadian History. Today in Canadian History is produced by CJSW at 90.9 FM in Calgary. The executive producers are Joe Burima and Mark Affeld. Original music is provided by the Fisk, Fletcher and May Trio. This series is not meant to be a definitive source on our past. Instead, we hope that it sparks a desire to learn more about our unique history. For more information on the series, or to recommend an event or moment, check out our website at cjsw.com slash todayincanadianhistory. Did you want to hear a little of it? I would love to, please, thank you. Okay, uh, should I do that now? Yes, please, thank you. Okay.